I, I don't know. Welcome back to the Annex Podcast. Uh, it is Monday evening, and we have Ty, Toby, and John, and me. I'm Wes. How's it going, guys? Doing well about yourself, man. I'm tired. Same. Easter weekend. Easter weekend took it out of me. I'm not uh I'm not big on just hanging around people sometimes. And uh Me too. You know, hanging around people. You you gotta do it around around holidays. So so we Introverts did. Anonymous. Maybe that should be the new name for the podcast. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Wes, I think are you we, saying that you had a bad time at the spring game with us? No, no. See that I don't know. It's different. Sometimes, like if it's something, I I don't know. If it's something you you enjoy, you have energy, and you feed off of that. If it's maybe it's just because we were outside and there was like space to move around, but uh, and you had a grill. But, yeah, mm. but uh, we were in. See here, we we go to my dad's side of the family. Uh, we went there on Sunday. We we went to my dad's side of the family, and uh, there are. So it's my granny, and she's got six kids, and they're all married except one. So they all bring a significant other, right? So there's 12. Mm-hmm. Well, 11. Um, and then each one of those kids had at least one kid, um, with the exception of the one that didn't get married. I'm trying to think of how many grandkids there are of my granny. And then... Just about every one of those grandkids have had kids themselves and at least at least one per family. So there's like 40 people. And this is in a, a split level house. So we all start up in the kitchen and living room area. And it's it's like, I don't know if you guys have ever been to a concert and like been on the floor of the concert, but it's it's standing room only. And everybody's trying to eat and you're, you know, you're all bumping shoulders and it's like, just exhausting. And then everybody goes outside and you try to get all the kids to go around and do all the, uh, the egg stuff. And, you know, then everybody's almost got everything, but nobody can find the last couple of eggs. And it's like, did you even hide the eggs? Did everybody count right? And then you gotta like, you gotta sort everything back out. And they give out prizes for certain eggs and other people. And, and, and it's, it's, it's become a, everybody gets a prize egg. And instead of just going around and being like, oh, yeah, you got a prize egg. Here's your dollar. Oh, you got a prize egg. Here's your dollar. She actually tried to throw chance into it again this year. So it was like, oh, does anybody have this? Well, three people had that. And she was like, oh, oh. And she, like, looked flabbergasted about it and then handed everybody their dollar and then said another one. And, like, two people had it. And then at the end of it, somebody thought that they didn't get a dollar, but they had gotten $2 and it was like, what is going on? And it was, it's just stressful. It's just stressful. And I'm like, like, just, just, just have fun. Stand around and talk to each other. We don't have to do the eggs. We don't have to do all this stuff. It's just, I don't know. It's just me sometimes. What'd you guys do? You get anything fun? Do anything fun? Uh, usually on basically all the big holidays, my, everybody goes over to my grandparents' house. And we all eat. We didn't have an Easter egg. Well, we had, we didn't have an outside Easter egg hunt yesterday because it was raining here. But I, mm. there's only like one kid in the family right now that hunts. He's like about to turn three. So we just hit a bunch of eggs around the house for him. 
But the the, uh, the reward eggs that you mentioned reminds me of a story from when I was little. Back when my great-grandparents were still alive, we would have Easter there usually. And uh, my they, they would like, instead of having like reward eggs that just you get something for finding the egg, they would just put money in the eggs. I mean, there would be like $20 bill eggs and like $50 bill eggs. They oh, were just hit around in the yard. Nice. And then, but like, you know, sometimes you don't find all the eggs. So yeah. like a few years ago, I mean, like this was like when I was like five years old. So it was like 20 years ago. But like, just, I don't know, five or six years ago, my aunt was doing some yard work over there and found an egg that had like a $50 bill in it, just chilling in a flower, in, a, in the flower garden. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, when I was a kid, I remember we used to, you know, everybody would dye eggs. And then, yeah. uh, so they would yeah. they would get hidden, and then you would uh, you would go out, and they would be like, okay, you've got to find seven hard-boiled eggs and four plastic eggs. And some of the plastic eggs had, you know, chocolate in it or jelly beans in it or whatever. And some of them would have, uh, like, dimes and quarters. And then some of them would have a dollar in dimes or a dollar in uh, nickels or a dollar in you know, quarters or whatever. And like those were the prize eggs. And then some of the hard boiled eggs that were sometimes really vibrant or sometimes like really, uh, you know, you can do like a tie dye egg some way that you can like roll them around in a bag or whatever. Some of those cooler eggs were like prize eggs. And it used to be, like I said, when, when the grandkids of my granny were little, it wasn't an even everybody got a dollar. But now that there's, uh, great grandkids. Everybody gets a dollar. So it's just I'm sure it's still fun for the kids, but like for me it's just like oh, come on, let's just get let's just get this over with. I got three other places to be today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. It was pretty low key for me. We went to our church and did their Easter um celebrations. So they had a few stations that you know describing the, the Easter story for the kids. Then they had the uh, Easter egg hunt at a different part of their yard. Now, what they did is they had a small area for the very little kids and then a bigger area filled with eggs for the older kids. Pick however many eggs you want in a certain amount of time, bring it back, and they give you a bag of candy at the end, which really is great for cleanup, if you ask me, because you don't have to fill the eggs up with candy. You just, you're not worried if they're, you know, lost or taken away. You just get your eggs back, put it in a big, Bucket, here's your candy, on your way. Very efficient. You that that actually sounds nice. Nice and simple. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to you don't have to fill them. You don't have to figure out what to do with all the stuff that you filled them up with. And nice. and there are yeah, plenty like of eggs left around for the little kids to go and take their sweet time. So the our littlest one got to crawl around the grass and grab eggs to her heart's content. So she had a good time. Very first egg hunt. I know, uh, I think we didn't get to go to this one because we had other obligations on Saturday, but one of my other family members that lives uh, closer to Louisville, had, uh, they had an Easter egg hunt, and apparently they just did free-for-all. So it was, uh, I think the little lure kids got to go out a little bit before the rest of the kids, um, but it was just go out and get whatever you can find. And then it was, you know, and you got to keep whatever you found and it wasn't like everybody gets five eggs or anything. It was just go and get as many eggs as you wanted. And uh, I thought about doing that again or go, like going back to that instead of everybody gets a certain amount or whatever. But 
Uh, we we haven't gotten there yet. We might we might try to do something like that next year. Now, what's the most elaborate Easter egg hunt y'all have seen? I mean, I know some places like uh, Y up in uh, Louisville, you know, got a helicopter to come out and airdrop all of their eggs down on the ground for the kids to do a free-for-all with. So It seems like all the eggs would crack. Terminal velocity and whatnot with all the... Uh, unless they unless they were all like uh, plastic wrap, uh, shrink-wrapped plastic eggs, right? Those don't seem like they would you know, crack open as much. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen anything too elaborate. Uh, you know, like I think I've been to a couple churches where they've, where they've just scattered the entire yard with eggs. It's like a thousand eggs out there. I think I've seen that a couple times, but that's about the most, the most elaborate I've ever seen. Y'all had some exciting Easter's. I didn't really do anything. I, I filed my taxes before the deadline. That's what I did. There you go. But uh, other than that, I just went over to my parents. We grilled some chicken, and I got some candy from my mom. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it was nice. What kind of candy did you get? Uh, I got some Reese's peanut butter eggs because my mom was a good person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I got – it's a chocolate Easter bunny, but it's Reese's peanut butter. So I consider oh, nice. that a win. That sounds like a win right there. Uh, we did a bunch of other stuff, but we don't have all day, so – <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you didn't either. Uh God. I, after, <laughs> after we did the the whole, you know, 40 family member thing, we actually came home and uh started cooking because we had um just my parents and my wife's parents and her brother and sister or brother and sister-in-law over. Uh so yeah, I had a I had a busy day. And on top of that, we went to church at 9.30. We did the 9.30 early service. So that was an experience. It was the first time the kids actually went to the nursery, the two babies, and uh, they were not happy with it. (laughs) We got a text that said they were weeping, and uh, my wife went and got them. And Madeline's uh, face was just completely red. Uh, She was all hot. She she had been crying hard for a little while. All right, uh, let's get to the topics for this week. Uh, we, we got done with the Easter egg stuff. Uh, let's see here. We are going to talk about the video game bracket. We are on the final four, the final two, let's see here. Final four game franchises are uh, are competing right now, and they will be done competing tomorrow, uh, two hours earlier right than the 24-hour. Oh, yeah, it's done. No, it is. This is. It's over. We can call this, but we're not going to yet. <laughs> uh, you had Mario versus Grand Theft Auto. Mario's ahead, twenty-eight to twelve right now, and you've got The Legend of Zelda versus Guitar Hero. And Legend of Zelda is at twenty-five to thirteen right now. So we can we can probably say the final game that's going to go tomorrow, which you guys will be listening to this podcast tomorrow. So let's say today, um, who do you guys think is going to win? Uh, like I said, it's, it's going to be Mario and Legend of Zelda most likely, unless people come to their senses and choose the right the right uh, games to win. Yeah. Uh, showing your bias there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I, my votes are for both the losers right now, Grand Theft Auto and uh, Guitar Hero. I never played much Zelda, and I've never played much Mario. So... Oh, so if we're going to go ahead and jump straight to the uh, champ or er, natty, we'll, we'll just go ahead and call it that. 
you can't use the body of work argument because Mario and Zelda only have a year's difference between the two of them. And yep. they've about put out as many games as each other. So the grand question is, do you like the open world, which I think I think we could say that Zelda pioneered that concept, you know, since since the very beginning. Or do you just like the very simplistic gameplay of Mario? I is the people in the discord have seen my bias is very clear. I've got to vote for Zelda. I just like the open world, the RPG aspects of it, and the lore can get pretty deep if you care to dig into it. I'm going to have to vote for Mario because I've played more Mario than Zelda. Um, this is like a Blue Blood title game. Yes, yeah, it really is. Two games that originated in the, what, the 80s. They're both from Nintendo. It's about what you'd expect for uh, a finale for the bracket. Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting, like... It, this this bracket really worked out kind of like a NCAA tournament bracket really would because there was, you know, there was like a bunch of upsets and stuff throughout it. And then you end up with two blue, bu- two blue bloods in the end still standing. But I'm going to I'm going to have to go with Zelda as well. I was going to say, I don't think uh, I don't think many of our brackets have been that uh, that decisive like that. Most of them have have pushed an upset a little bit farther than everybody would think. Well, Guitar Hero did make it to the final four, which surprised me. 13 seed. Guitar Hero edging out Pokemon was the big surprise for me. Yeah. It's not like we're voting in Subway, though, with Guitar Hero. It was a big hit there for a little while. Yeah, for like four years. I don't know. It seemed like everybody and their brother were playing it. I mean, South Park made a whole episode about it. But it's like... (laughs) Yes, it did. it's It's barely even a game. They made a whole episode about Pokemon, too. Guitar Hero is just music listener with extra steps and nowadays it's just music listener with paid dlc are you talking about what was it that new game beat star or boombox or no beat it's Saber? like guitar hero like live like you pay for more songs it's either dlc or, or a subscription service i haven't uh i haven't played x or i haven't played guitar hero since i had my xbox 360 set up uh so i i thought they went to like actual guitars like, didn't they actually make you have to start playing on strings and stuff, or do they still use the buttons? I honestly didn't know that Guitar Hero even still existed as a franchise. <laughs> I don't remember seeing actual guitars. Well, I know there, there's like the... Uh, Maybe that was Rock Band. No. Just that other... Is it Rock Smith? The one that's like teaches you how to play guitar, but it's sort of a similar concept. But you use it like an actual guitar for it. I don't have any idea, Tom. I really don't. <laughs> I think you're right. From a I quick Google, a quick it looks Google. to be yeah, right. There's, there's, yeah. a, there's a game called Rocksmith. Learn to play the guitar and bass. Sources say yes. Uh-oh. The sources are are calling in. <laughs> kind of like how every single Kentucky fan Twitter account has sources. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait for Drew Timmy and Shaden Sharp. Their sources are KSR and Rupp Rafters. But the thing is, they don't like... They take KSR comments out of context. Never a good idea to do that. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure what, like, the thing today that, that where everybody was like, Shaden Sharp is, has told the staff that he's returning to Kentucky. It's because on KSR today, Matt said that Shaden is still, is still telling the staff that he's returning to Kentucky, which is what he's been saying for the past four months. Hasn't he been saying that since he He's literally been saying it since the day he got here. Yeah. Basically, he just said that nothing has changed. 
and everybody took it took it and ran. We're not gonna know until June first. Yeah. Somebody's Let's drinking a beer. What? I heard somebody pop a cap. <laughs> oh, I've got some bottle caps on my desk. They fell over. Oh, you're just playing with them. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so you guys still want to talk about the the video games? Yeah. Or, uh, have, have there been any matches so far that just really surprised anyone leading up to this point? I like, thought um, Grand Theft Auto blowing out Elder Scrolls was a little surprising. I thought that'd be closer. Eh, Elder Scrolls is a little bit more niche. That's true. I mean, like, I voted for Elder Scrolls, but... It takes a lot more time to... A lot of people... Beginning. Honestly, a lot of people that have... Because, like, most people have only played Skyrim. And a lot of people, if you say the Elder Scrolls, they won't even know what you're talking about. They only know it as Skyrim. I only knew that Skyrim was part of Elder Scrolls because uh, somebody told me to add it to my wish list. It was Skyrim. Add Skyrim to your wish list. Um, maybe we'll buy it for you someday. And and I only knew it because it says the Elder Scrolls, what, 5 Skyrim yeah. or something like that? Yeah. That's the only reason I knew that Elder Scrolls was uh, Skyrim. And I, I've never played it. Uh, just somebody told me I should I should buy it, and I haven't yet. And I actually took it off my wish list because it's been there for like three years now. And uh, I kept getting alerts that it was on sale, and I still hadn't bought it. So I was like, well, why would I ought to keep this on my wish list if I don't plan on playing it? Speaking of uh, not playing games, I actually did set up my PlayStation and get out uh, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 after last week. Uh, me and my wife, we've been watching uh, Yellowstone, and I I'm pretty sure I'm going to buy a cowboy hat and <laughs> a big old belt buckle and probably some leather chaps. I might uh, I might start <laughs> looking at buying a horse and seeing if I can keep a horse in my backyard with my HOA. <laughs> You know, you're not the first to take fashion advice after playing Red Dead because I was a cowboy for Halloween the fall I played Red Dead. <laughs> and I pulled it off pretty well. Uh, my wife, when I told her I wanted a cowboy hat, she started looking online. And apparently there's a company that will uh, outfit you or, or make like a replica of one of the main characters, Rip's hat and uh, Casey. They, they've got replicas of those two hats out there. It says... Uh, I don't remember what it was called. Something like Ranch Ready or something like that. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I sent it to my, <laughs> one of my cousins and he sent back that gift, you know, shut up and take my money from Futurama. <laughs> I thought it was funny. But yeah, I'm, uh, I've am i been big into the cowboy stuff lately. Like, I'm going to get me a cowboy hat and plant my hair <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to play Red Dead Redemption with my cowboy hat on. Watch you some westerns. Right. <laughs> watch a little watch a little gun smoke and bonanza. So how many more podcasts until you start speaking like Sam Elliott? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. I probably I mean, I don't know if my voice is gonna get any deeper or scratchier or anything like that, but uh, I'd well, have to get a really mustache first. There you go. I've got, a, I've got a bit of a mustache. Mine's not no, nearly not as, like as radiant <laughs> as his. I mean his his goes on for days. Uh but I had I had to watch me some more uh Big Lebowski and Roadhouse and stuff like that. <laughs> Those movies he played in, study up on his accent and stuff. Just watch Tombstone on repeat. There you go. There you go. Uh, video game bracket. What bracket are we doing after the video game bracket? You guys want to go bracket back that to, I said uh, I was going to make and nobody you ever said you were going to make. <laughs> well, we uh, we'd already done one. Oh yeah, was it restaurants? Yeah, it was restaurants. And, or uh, just, was it just fast food? Well, I don't know if you're going to do restaurants or fast food. The problem with doing a restaurant bracket is it depends on where you uh, 
where you advertise it. Because if you advertise it in Louisville, people will be like, oh, you should, I mean, you could, you know, we talked about it. I don't know. Was it last week or two weeks ago? We talked about how many different restaurants. Oh, it was with the one with Ranger. So last week, um, Louisville has, you know, 5,000 restaurants or whatever. And it's like a destination for eating or whatever. Yes, it but is. I don't go to Louisville to eat. I, I don't, I've eaten at maybe one or two restaurants in Louisville. I don't, I just, I don't go there. So I don't know the local foods. So you would have to do a chain restaurant. Otherwise, you'll only get right. like five people voting. Yeah, if it'll for sure be a chain restaurant bracket. And we already did a chain restaurant bracket. So you'd have to go what was, either wider. There was or, something that I, that we were talking about that was like a, I, I, it was like different, we did slightly appetizers. different. We did appetizers once as well. And I don't remember. Here, let's look at this. Well, the toy bracket. Restaurant, we, we did appetizer. Yeah, we've got the toy bracket. I think we'll do the toy bracket next. Um, and we talked about doing a movie bracket. Um, but I think everybody's a little tired of movies right now. So we'll probably do the toy one and then maybe revisit movies. We um, I know we've got the Marvel a, movie Marvel bracket. One? Yeah. Yeah, we've got the Marvel one, but I just I don't think uh I don't think we have nearly as many Marvel fans as I think uh, a lot of people like. Like I think we save the Marvel movie bracket till Doctor Strange comes out later May. And I would have to completely redo it. Right now, it's got everything. I don't, I don't know if it's got the latest Spider-Man movie, but it might. I'm not sure when it came out. I'll have to look at it again. Whatever. We'll we'll probably do the toy bracket next because that one's going to be awesome. That one's going to be controversial. I can see it right now. All right. Uh. You guys want to talk a little bit of sports? Sure. I will yeah. throw this out here. Let's see here. Uh, we've got the SEC football. No, basketball coaches. We have six no. new basketball just coaches just in the SEC. Yes, six new football coaches. Football. I thought we had six new basketball Basketball. Coaches. This is basketball. The list really? says CBB, which stands for College Basketball. There are also new football coaches. But we also have, so you guys go ahead, talk about all the new coaches. I'm going to go uh, scratch my nose or something for a couple minutes. <laughs> okay. Because I, I didn't read the article that you guys posted because I was working, and uh, and I wouldn't have much opinion on it anyway because I don't even know, I don't know what a coach does. The, the players do all the work out there. So you guys go take, take it away. You got, I don't know, five, six, seven minutes or something like that. I mean, between be the uh, two, two be of here. our schools, we're you guys both... go ahead. <laughs> All right. I was going to say, between the two of our schools, we know nothing about replacing coaches. So, we did have to replace Joker. I remember replacing Joker. Oh, we're what talking is... about basketball. No, football's a different story. <laughs> you went back to football. <laughs> what is, uh, I'd say we can both say it about, uh, about both sports, except for. Okay, basketball. So Georgia fired Tom Crean. Good. Uh, Toby's Toby's got me a list here. I, I'll I'll just drive that the ship here. Show notes. Georgia fired Tom Crean. You guys go. Who? who I'm Mike, shocked. Mike White replaced him. Yeah, they hired Mike White from Florida, which I'm pretty sure that's the first interconference coaching steal since we stole Tubby from Georgia. I don't know how he's going to do. Georgia's pretty piss poor at basketball. I can only remember them in one NCAA tournament in the last like. 15 years um, at Florida. He made four tournaments, but he only made the second weekend once lost to South Carolina. He plays that um, apathetic style of basketball that you kind of get bored watching. That move really just made me scratch my head. I mean, you've 
picked a mediocre coach from Florida. But then again, the way Green cratered the Georgia basketball program, mediocre might seem like a godsend to him at this point. So we can just wait and see how it plays out. Thinking like, okay, you hired like White, who was kind of disappointing, but there's different definitions of disappointing between Georgia and Florida right now. I don't understand how Tom Green keeps getting jobs with what he what, actually I don't think he ha- does have a job I don't think he's been rehired has he <laughs> I don't I don't think so not yet I know uh I, all I know about Tom Green is he was uh he's at Indiana and he's and he's weird that's <laughs> Dwayne Wade yeah that's what's he, gotten him this far his, Dwayne Wade his entire career has been built <laughs> off of like one season yeah all right let's move on to the next one Florida lost Mike White and they hired Todd Golden who used to work at San Francisco or coach at San Francisco. He worked there too. Well, sure. I guess. I mean, if you call coaching working, I guess. <laughs> our yeah, gal, uh, our gal, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a guy from the West Coast, but he does have experience in the SEC. He actually coached with Pearl his first two or three years at Auburn. Uh, he only made the tournament once at San Francisco, but it's only three years, and he lost in overtime to Murray State which was an awesome game that probably none of us watched because it was right after uh, we got peacocked. Is that what we're calling it now? He's also the the second youngest Power power 5 head coach now. Wow. It's funny to me that he's coming from the Bruce Pearl tree with Pearl being a offensive-minded, you know, three-point shooting coach. But San Francisco had, you know, just a good defense that helped them out through their, you know, tournament run, such as it was. Their defense was... It scared me seeing them in our pod, and of course that didn't end up mattering. Um, I think he's got the most potential, but that's mostly because of the job he has. I think Florida's the best of these programs. So Florida's one to look out for next next season. I don't Florida know. has I don't great know about recruiting territory. I give them about two two years for a recovery if it's handled well. When you look at the list of the hires this year, Florida's the best situation because maybe LSU has a case, but they're about to get hammered by the NCAA. LSU fired Will Wade and they hired Matt, is it Matt McCann or is it Matt McMahon? McMahon. Okay. And he used to work at Murray State. Ah, look at that. Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried died. Did you guys know that? Yeah. Yep. Just just an aside. Did we talk about it? Not on the podcast. No, No, not on the, because it happened after the podcast. What did happen like Thursday or Friday? Something like that. Thereabouts. We talked about it in the Discord the other day, I think. Okay. Yeah, we, was did, in, we talked about it. No, we talked Discord. about it in the dis- No, we talked about it in both Discords, probably. Yeah. I just saw Gottfried and I was like, oh, yeah, there's a coat or a, a comedian. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Will Wade, Matt McMahon, Murray State. Yeah, I mean, nothing. I don't have much to say about LSU. If, if the NCAA does its job, I, we probably don't have to worry about LSU doing anything for a while. I, I mean, they probably want a safe hire to keep the ship afloat, but. I've not looked into what penalties LSU is going to be assessed thanks to Will Wade, but really anything that they get is probably too nice to them. Their entire roster left, too. <laughs> like yeah. Everyone's gone. They don't have any scholarship players. Well, at least right. he can get his guys in early. That's true. Um, Mississippi State fired Ben Howland, and they hired Chris Jans from New Mexico State. Ooh, He was an assistant on the 2014 Wichita State team. Wichita State or Wichita? Wichita State. If you remember, that was yeah. the undefeated the, team we beat. Yeah, the in the was it Sweet Sixteen or round of thirty-two? Thirty-two, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, round of thirty-two. They had 
they had an unfair run hitting us. Whatever yeah, the buzzsaw. You guys have anything for that one, or you just want to? I mean, go over it, yeah. just kind of gloss over it. I don't have a whole lot to say. I mean, I see, I see your notes there, Toby, but it it doesn't seem like anybody wants to talk about it. So we'll just go on to Missouri. Fired Quanzo <laughs> Martin, and uh, they hired Dennis Gates from Cleveland State. Bold, bold take. How does Quanzo keep getting jobs? I know we said the same thing about Tom Tom Green, but his style. Uh, with South Carolina. Oh no, that's Frank. Oh, it was t- Quanzo and Frank Martin. He used to, oh, South Carolina is the next one. Look are you that. telling me that you, as a Tennessee fan, did not appreciate Quanzo Martin? It was the most boring <laughs> style of basketball that I had ever seen. It wasn't even that effective. I mean, oh, especially after like you came off, especially after you came off Bruce Pearl. I mean, you, you I bet Bruce you guys miss Bruce Pearl. <laughs> I did until he started beating us. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's like, eh, the relationships have sour just a little bit here. <laughs> but, for a little while there, I thought Bruce Pearl would be a good spot for Kentucky if if they ever did get rid of Cal. I don't think Pearl will ever he touch just, Kentucky. He just seems so passionate about it. I don't yeah. know. He's got well, the ego for it, but I don't think he's going to come here ever. Aren't we'll think we'd Cal hire like almost the same age anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. So like, I mean, we're not it, it just we're not ever going to fire Cal. It's just not going to happen. The only way we're getting rid of him is if he retires or moves on somewhere else. And Going I, to the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> Every <laughs> offseason. But, like, I don't know. I just I don't know that whenever the day comes that we'll be looking to hire somebody that's basically the same age as him because, like, you don't know how much longer they're going to be around either. I feel like we're probably going to go young or younger anyway. Uh, South Carolina fri- fired Frank Martin. They, they hired Lamont Paris from Chattanooga. I think that's pretty terrible hire myself but i just liked frank martin they led yeah. illinois for 59 <laughs> minutes but they lost yeah they, they led almost that entire game and then at the end of the game they lost illinois in their one tournament game under That's him tough. it took him a couple years to even get going at chattanooga so i think south carolina is going to safely suck as is tradition <laughs> yeah i mean the lamont paris he, he, that's that's his only ever appearance in the ncaa tournament as a coach right yeah and yep. they made it off a miracle buzzer beater anyways. Yeah. He's like a 500 coach at a mid-major. I don't think he's going to last at South Carolina. Probably not. Too many demands. I think he was like the backup, backup hire. Because I remember seeing that they were trying to hire Sean Miller. But he ended up going to back to Xavier. Yeah. All right. So the, that's all the coaches. Uh, going back to uh, who's the one? The one that hired Wichita State. Uh, going back to the 2014 Wichita State uh, win in the tournament, uh, what are your all's other favorite sports moments or basketball, football, sports, uh, sports, sports, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> soccer, yeah, baseball, uh, women's tennis. basketball, t- then you got tennis, golf, bowling. Uh, you guys have any? Uh, <laughs> you said bowling. I think about that video where the dude says, who do you think you are? I am. (laughs) (laughs) What are your all's favorite sports moments over the last little bit? Uh, It says 10 years here, but what a little bit, because I, I probably couldn't go back 10 years. Honestly, the title was cool. The title was cool. I remember that one. It was all right. (laughs) I know uh, USA soccer uh, did something, made a, made a big ruckus not too long ago. Yeah, sounds like that's a real good memory for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember soccer made a ruckus. I don't know exactly what they were doing. I just know that 
it was uh, substantial. I don't know, something we hadn't done for a while. I had Cad's going to just roll over when he hears this one. He's going to be like, God, <laughs> these guys don't know anything. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, kick six, that was back in 2013. I mean, just oh, yeah. because of how improbable of a way to win that, that was, I think that's why it still sticks it out in my mind to this day. And then, of course, you know, that, that call by the Auburn's um, announcer who passed on not too, or how many, was it a year or so afterwards? It was recently that he passed away. Yeah. So uh, that, you guys that, have completely, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know what you're six? talking about with Kit Six. Yeah. I don't know. What, what's okay. That? It was the uh, <laughs> Iron Bowl uh, back in 2013. So Alabama was setting up to, I think it was kick a field goal. Yeah. And uh, Auburn had a guy in the end zone. The kick fell short. Guy in the end zone got it ran it all the way back for 109 yards for a touchdown to win the game for Auburn. That sounds pretty cool, but Auburn, who who cares? And the week before, they won another game on a miracle. They caught a pass. I can't even describe it. Like The defender, they were playing Georgia. It was like 4th and 18 at the end of the game, 40 seconds to go. They throw it. The Georgia defender hits the ball, tips it into the air, and then the Auburn receiver catches it and runs in for the winning touchdown. So you had back-to-back just insane miracle wins for that Auburn team. You guys remember when Stevie got loose? Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Uh, you guys remember? Uh, you guys remember Terry Wilson to Lynn Bowden, 2018? I, I'm pretty sure Toby knows the play of which I'm talking about. Are you talking about against Florida? Of course. Yeah. Terry I Wilson's greatest play as a Kentucky Wildcat. <laughs> I remember. I remember touchdown Terry. Oh, I have a lot of memories of him. Not all of them good. Well. <laughs> Or is it Terry touchdown? Uh, Terry turnover? Yes, that's the one. (laughs) You guys remember Jared Lorenzen? Oh, yeah. Uh, I wasn't watching back then. Lefty, lefty. I I didn't really watch back then either, but I don't know, man. I miss him. Dude was cool. His body type never screamed quarterback, but it worked. He was awesome. Yeah. I watched some of his highlights and stuff. It's just, he's neat to watch. Uh, Going back to in the last 10 years, though, you guys got anything else? Oh, what about the... (laughs) uh, the egg bowl from a few years ago when the, yeah, the dog, the, 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 the dog <laughs> peeing celebration. Yeah. <laughs> I love the egg bowl. That was awesome. I saw that live. That was great. Yeah. SEC shorts did a good riff on them. And then of course the uh, Florida shoe throwing debacle. Oh yeah. Of that. Oh, the cleat yeet. Yep. Cleat yeet. Yeah. Wow. Do you know what that is? No, I, no, I, you guys, I mean, you guys go ahead. I'm 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 listening, but I I don't have any input on this one. <laughs> oh, so here's 2020 game versus LSU. Uh, for whatever reason, Florida defender threw it, his cleats at the opposing team. No, he he picked up an LSU player's cleat, I think, and threw it. Yeah, he he took his shoe and he just chucked it down the field, and it ended up costing him the game and probably a spot in the playoff. But they were going to lose to Alabama anyways. Oh yeah. Sounds like a pretty swell guy. Uh, pretty swell of course, if you ask anyone, you know, what thrown object do they remember? Of course, they'd probably be saying the Tennessee mustard bottle. I was going to say the mustard bottle. When, when you guys started talking <laughs> about forget. throwing stuff, I was going to say Tennessee ball. mustard. Yeah. And, and, and the golf ball, yep. Wes has a case of recency bias, I guess. I just I don't I don't pay attention to teams other than Kentucky. <laughs> and Where did the mustard bottle attention. come from? <laughs> Somebody That's what I've always wondered. Second Somebody was tailgating. <laughs> Well, he was tailgating out in the out in the thing. But why would you like, just bring a mustard bottle in? 
It's well, probably maybe a they, somebody probably packed their their coat or whatever with some buns. Somebody else packed a little baggie of <laughs> hot dogs, <laughs> and they were like handing out, out, handing out the grill. You know, <laughs> well, the the hot dogs were already cooked. Yeah, put them in a like little the ones, thermal pouch, like the uh, like the ones <laughs> left over after the spring game. Oh, God, man. those things were so funny looking. It was like shriveled up French fries, but like <laughs> it was like rebar is what it really was like. Those things were so hard, like you could bend them, but they would have just snapped. It was it was hilarious. We stuck them in the holes from where the uh, where my kids sat on the table and embedded it in the grass. Back to where oh, the man. model came from. Let's be real. They were tailgating since noon. It was a late game. Lane was in town. You get that drunk, you're going to make some questionable decisions. Like, <laughs> stick a little bottle of mustard in your jacket. Just Why in not? case you need it. Yep. Why not? Yeah. Seems reasonable to me. I think we would be also remiss if we don't mention Super Bowl 51. Yes. Great mo- Which one was that? The Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> epic the collapse. last one? As a Falcons hater, I enjoyed every second of that Super Bowl. Well, every second of the collapse. <laughs> was that the latest Super Bowl? No. No, no, no. This is back Last in 2017. Year's... Good Lord. How many, what Super Bowl are we on now then? 56. 50-something. Good Lord. Where have I been? Well, I mean, that last Super Bowl was kind of forgettable anyway. I don't think I watched it. Oh, no. I watched the halftime show. Well, I, I halfway watched the halftime show. I've... I've watched the halftime show four or five times since the Super Bowl. I mean, it had has Rams and Bengals. I mean, if you were a Bengals fan, which I know you guys oh, are right, right the Bengals. For it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, Super uh, Bowl Fifty One was the Lady Gaga halftime show. They, they, they'd like to let drop her in from like the stadium roof or something of that nature. Something like that. I don't remember that one at all. I've never really watched the Super Bowl halftime show. I don't remember the show, the halftime show at all, other than that she was. The performer. <laughs> I, I'm still waiting for the day when Weird Al gets a Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, oh man, be, that would be fantastic. That'll be the day. I mean, the man puts on a great live show, and he's got enough body of work, and he's hilarious. Let the man play, and he's clean. Ah, well, it'll never happen, but I want it. <laughs> Probably not. No, let's sign a petition. Change.org. <laughs> Every year at the halftime show, my dad's like. I don't think it's somebody good to play the halftime show like Bon Jovi or Reba McIntyre. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> <laughs> I was willing oh, to give him Bon Jovi, but Reba? <laughs> I guess she's been around a, lo- a while. She had a semi-successful TV show, too. She had a TV show? show? Yeah, Reba. It on, uh, it's on, oh, yeah, it's called Reba. I think it's on CMT. Now, how did that not make our TV bracket? Mm. <laughs> Snub of the year. Uh, I, I, I guess we'll, you'll have to take it up with the committee. <laughs> uh, that's right, John. It, that show reminded me a lot of like uh, Family Matters, Smart Guy, and uh, what was the other one? Uh, Boy Meets World, stuff like that. Yep. You know, the, <laughs> the, the TJF block. Yeah. Exactly. It was it was just a little formulaic, if you ask me. I mean, yes, the memorable part of it was you know Reba herself, but I mean, beyond that, name a character, go for it. Um, uh, I think the ex husband's name was Brock. That sounds right. That sounds yep. right. Okay, good job. <laughs> That's all it, I got. Then she has like a either, it was it Brock's other wife who she becomes friends with. Well, 
I don't think Reba's really friends with her, but she's friends with Reba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember her name. How long did the show run? I need to I need to know. It might still be on, Toby. No. <laughs> it, it, it could be uh reruns over at CMD. That's about Six it. seasons. I watched a uh a, a kind of a documentary thing about uh Rob Deerdeck taking over MTV for the last twenty years. You know the skateboard dude? Yeah. Ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Rob Deerdeck. I know what you're talking about. I've never watched it though. I mean that show like there'll be like three and four days where the only thing MTV plays without any other with no other shows, just ridiculousness for like three or four days completely uninterrupted. That's the state of MTV these days. And with that, I think we're going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, we've been a little bit all over the place again. And that's okay. Cause uh, it's a show we about nothing. Poll. Exactly. Do what? We didn't touch on the poll. We did. What, what poll? What poll? The, the, the way too early ESPN college football poll. Uh, I mean, we've got until August to talk about preseason football polls anyway. <laughs> and we'll talk about it next week. Uh, all right. So you can find us. I mean, you, you found us, but uh, tell your friends. Uh, you can you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on uh, Spotify. And you can find us on Google Podcasts. And there's some other radio, something or other that nobody knows about that also carries us. Um, we haven't got any listeners from there, but, you know, maybe one day. Um, first time for everything. <laughs> there is a first time for everything. Uh, catch us back again uh, next week, same time or about the same time. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you then. Say bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Uh, bye. 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 So long. Fair.